So a little bit of wisdom goes a long way. I hope you caught that right there at the end. Um, we're talking about wisdom the next few weeks, and the reason we're doing that is because, quite frankly, you need wisdom. I need wisdom. It's a really important part of life, and specifically, we need God's wisdom. He, he's, I know some of you think that you are the center of the universe. I've thought that for a long time, but I've discovered that that's not true. God should be the center. God is the one whose wisdom that we really, really, really need. And our theme scripture for this entire series is Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Wisdom is supreme, so get wisdom. Uh, I'm the type of person that needs things spelled out to me very simply, very direct, straightforward, and it get, doesn't get much more straightforward than this. Wisdom is, wisdom is supreme, so get it. You know, it... It's like, you know, my, my wife, if, if she wants me to hold her hand, if she would just tell me, Chad, hold my hand, boom, I got it. I can do that because it's very simple, very straightforward. I know it. Well, same thing here. Wisdom is supreme. It's like the top. It's way up there. So you and I should get it. A very simple definition of this word wisdom is skilled living. Skilled living. Now, again, we're talking about God's wisdom. Um, I have lived skillfully with skilled living, and it's great. I've also lived on the other end of that spectrum, which I'm just going to call stupid living, I guess, um, unskilled living. I didn't know what I was doing, and I made a mess of everything because I had no wisdom. I wasn't following any wisdom, and trust me, you want skilled living over unskilled. Now, just to be really clear about what we're talking about, there is a difference between wisdom and knowledge. Knowledge is information. It's a collection of information, and of course, it's important. Knowledge, we need knowledge. Wisdom is, an, is actually a life-giving application of the knowledge you got. So uh, knowledge by itself, while it's really good, it comes up short if you don't apply wisdom to it. Uh, we've said this several times, and we'll probably, I just, I like this little saying, wisdom um, wait, eh. Knowledge built the Titanic, but wisdom would have avoided the iceberg. So knowledge is important, but without wisdom, it came up short and ended up at the bottom of the ocean. So wisdom is very, very important. Now, we are counting on you wanting to be wise, and so we're going to talk to you as if you are wanting wisdom from the Bible that you can apply to your life. And that's where we're going again today. There is wisdom that you and I can get right here, right now. Now, throughout the Bible, we see that there are a number of topics that are repeated and revisited. There's lots of material on some topics and themes, and even some very specific words occur a lot in the Bible. Here's an example. There's a lot of conflict words, a lot of words and teaching about having relationships, dealing with conflict. There's a lot about nations going to war. There's a lot of conflict language. There's also a lot of worship language. There's a lot of references to singing and to music and to playing instruments and to praying and connecting to God, a bunch of words about that. Well, here's some major Bible words, and we're going to give you the frequency of occurrence, okay? The first word is believe, and it occurs 272 times. 
That just amazes me. 272 times we have the word believe and faith and words that are similar. The next word is pray. Obviously, prayer is important. Well, the word pray and it's uh, prayer and other words like it 371 times. And now here's love. You're thinking, okay, this is going to be more. And you're right. Love appears 714 times. Now look at this one. The little word give appears 2,161 times in the Bible. Giving and just all the aspects of giving occurs over and over through the Bible. And I think there's a reason for that. I think the reason is that God himself is a giver. He is a motivated giver. We read in the Bible that he so loved the world that was going the wrong way that he sent Jesus to die for our sins. That's the kind of giving that God does. And so I think that's part of the reason why it's in the Bible so, so much. Now, Ignite Church, we want to say today that we appreciate that you really are a generous church. Your generosity, as James was saying, allows us to do a bunch of things. We don't just put self-serve coffee out there for you. We fix you a latte, pumpkin spice, what, you know, all those sort of things if you want, because we just want to be generous. We, we want to really bless people. We want to show you that we think you're important and you're special. So church, you're already generous. Today, we just want to remind you of these principles of generosity to spur all of us on to even greater generosity. Okay, here's our focus verse for today, Proverbs eleven twenty four. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. So those who are generous, it's like their life gets larger and larger, their experience, their influence, everything gets bigger and better. But then the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. A stingy person, it's like here's life, and it just comes in, comes in until it's just them because they're stingy and they're not generous and wanting to interact with others. What's interesting about all these verses in Scripture that talk about giving and generosity is that the major focus is not on giving because there's a need. That's important. The receiver is important. But the major emphasis is on the giver and how important the giving is to God, how important generosity is to God. So much of the emphasis is about that. Think about what the life of a giver might look like. Just kind of imagine a little bit. Well, somebody where generosity is just who they are. They're just generous people. Well, when you're generous, it makes you better. Simple as that. When you are generous, it makes you better. That's the wisdom about generosity. It makes us better. Now, the opposite is true. We read earlier about the stingy guy, right? Well, generosity makes us better. Being stingy makes you worse. You become more and more self-absorbed. We want a quote from a famous uh, English statesman, Winston Churchill, today. Look what Winston said. We make a living give. Smart guy. We make a life by what we give. Smart guy. So let's talk about some results of us embracing a generous heart and becoming generous people in more and more ways. First off, the generous are refreshed. The generous are refreshed. Now, the opposite is also true. The stingy just get worn out. But there's this cycle the generous are in that just keeps refreshing them. Look at this verse from the book of Proverbs, chapter 11. The generous will prosper. That word prosper means have momentum going forward. It's like they're pushed forward. There's energy and life going on in their lives. And so there's forward movement being prosperous, okay? The generous will prosper... 
Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And so God is showing us that our generosity enlarges our life. And as we refresh others, we ourselves are refreshed. There's this supernatural spirit of God life thing going on in us when we enter into this kind of generosity. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been anywhere and you came across a place where kids were trying to earn money for something? You know, Girl Scout cookies or a lemonade stand or something like that. And you thought, oh, I should help them out. I- I'm going to go help them out. So you go up there and you buy more boxes of cookies than you should, you know, the Girl Scouts. Or you go drink the lemonade and you're like, oh, that's really strong. But you buy another cup. Well, it's really interesting that science has shown us when you do even something that simple, something happens to you physiologically. Your brain releases a chemical, your body releases a chemical, and you literally feel better. The, the pleasure centers of your brain are stimulated, and you just actually feel better. Now, think about that. If that's how God created us, then I believe we can say confidently that God created you and me to enjoy giving, to enjoy being generous, to be energized by being generous. I think of uh, our kids growing up on Christmas morning, and as parents, you know, we're there, and they come rushing in, and they start tearing into the packages, and they get some things they were really wanting or whatever, and for a parent, my smile just gets bigger and bigger and bigger because my generosity has blessed my children. That's what we're talking about. So, Just to repeat that biblical phrase again, to get it deep in our heart, those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So we want to give you some more, some more benefits of this wisdom of being generous. And I want to just remind you, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. So the next one is the generous are blessed. The generous are blessed. Now, the opposite is also true. The generous are blessed. The, the, stingy, the stingy, not so much, not so much. Uh, Psalm 112, 5 and 6. Good will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. This is amazing to me. Catch the last part of that we just read. So I'll be solid if I'm generous. They are, you would never, I would have never thought that those go together. You know, being generous and being solid, not shaken in life, how to, my brain doesn't really connect those, but uh, if that's what God put in the Bible, then I'm going to believe it. So I'm actually become more solid when I'm generous. That, that's huge to me. That, that really resonates with me. Uh, God will come to him who is generous and lends freely. Um, let me, I, w- I want to make sure y'all, we're all on the same page here. Here's We're talking about giving to give. Giving to give is being generous. Now, giving to get, that's being selfish. So we're talking this whole time today, we're talking about giving to give, but we're going to tell you that there are benefits to giving, and that's because God is so good. He's like, look, I want you to give to give, but when you do that, I'm still going to, I'm going to bless you still. Uh, So it's all about attitude. It's all about where we're coming from and why we're doing it. Today, when we're talking about being generous, it's about I'm giving to give because I was really, that's what we were made to do. Um, God is so good that he includes blessing for the giver. Now, let me give you the the next one here. The generous are rewarded. The generous are blessed and the generous are rewarded. They're really, really similar. Um, What's really cool is the generous are rewarded now 
and later. Let's look at now, but let me, again, let me say this. The opposite is also true. Uh, being, being generous it means you're rewarded, but being stingy, I don't know, like, does that mean things are taken away from you? Uh, the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. So yeah, I guess it's like subtracts. Proverbs 19, 17, if you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord and he will repay you. Here's what this says to me. God's paying attention. When, is that me? Sorry, folks. Uh, God's paying attention. When you and I are generous, God takes notice. He, he, he's watching. He, he's like, hmm, I got it. I, I, he sees that. Maybe nobody else did, but God sees it when you and I are generous. And he's, the poor is more than just the poor that, hey, I need food because I can't pay for it. That's definitely poor. But think of poor in a, a broader term as well, uh, poor in, just poor in life. They're, they're lacking things. So when we're generous to someone lacking God pays attention. It's almost like we're lending to God, and it's because he starts to pay attention. He says, I'm going to take care of you. Let me, give you, let me tell you how this works in my, my head. If somebody is very generous to one of my kids, they treat my child very well. They take care of them. They go above and beyond for whatever reason, and they have, they have really done good. I, my, our older son had an employer who... He's in the Air Force now, but he, had, he did have an employer that was very generous to him. And you know what that did? That made me look at that employer and say, hmm, it drew me to them. It like kind of pulled me towards them because they took care of my kid. And it made me think, when I have opportunity, I'm going to be a blessing to that person because they took care of somebody that I love. They gave out and they, they reached out and they were generous to somebody that I care about. Well, when you and I are generous to people, when we, somebody is lacking, somebody needs something, or we're just generous in general, we are helping people that God loves. And when we help somebody, when we're generous to somebody that God loves, he's like, ah, well, I'm going to look for an opportunity to bless this person because they took care of somebody I care about. And that's, that's really, this really speaks to me that way. God looks for an opportunity to repay the kindness that you've given when you're generous. Now, that's the, the now part. Now, here's the later. Revelation 22, 12. This is, uh, this is at the end of your Bible. If you, have, if you were looking at it, this is at the end. You know, it, it might be the last page, but if you've got maps and stuff after that, then it's not the last. The maps <laughs> are the last page. But if it, it's, it's at the end. Here we go. Look, I, this is Jesus talking. Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. Folks, what you do matters. How you conduct yourself matters. Jesus is saying, I'm looking to reward people for the things they've done. And heaven is, is kind of free. He got, Jesus made a way for us to connect to God for eternity. And so all, all we do is say, Jesus, save me. Take me where you want me to go. That's kind of a, you, don't, you can't pay for that. But the things you do, the things that we do while we're here, they follow us, and we actually get rewarded for those as well. Now, remember, we're giving to give, being generous to be generous, but God is so good that there's a, he just blesses us because of it anyway. One more thing. The generous have a legacy. The generous have a legacy. The opposite is also true. 
The generous have a legacy. The stingy, they get forgotten. Just forgotten. And it's not about me wanting to be famous. It's about me wanting to touch people's lives. And that, that generosity to go on and be a blessing. What we do for ourselves will die for us. You know, nobody in here except for maybe my, my wife and son, they, you don't really know the stuff that I've bought for myself, that I've got in my, my garage or in my little cabinet or in my little place that nobody knows about, and you know, I have my little stuff here. You don't know about that. You know what? It's probably never going to be a blessing to your life that I have a battery-powered blower. You know, it's never going to be a, you know, a blessing to your life that I have a little bucket that I bought, you know, and I have it right there on my nightstand I can keep all my junk in. I didn't bless anybody but me, which is fine, but that, it, it dies with me. It, it doesn't go anywhere. But what I do for others, what you do for others, that lives on beyond you. It, it lives on for generations past you. And those are the things that really, really matter. Psalm 112, verse 9. We're referring to generous people. They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honor. Folks, we are giving you some wisdom. This is some of God's wisdom all about generosity, living a generous life. Life is really about blessing people. That's a whole lot of what life is about, being, being generous to folks who need things. And, and you know what? There's people that have figured this out. Maybe you're one of them, and you've, you've already got a hold of this in your life. That's great. You can begin to you know, tell other people we were right. That would be great. Um, th- there are people that we, we're going to call them legacy givers, that they, they look for ways and look for reasons and look for opportunities to be a blessing to people around them. They strategically give to help. What, what ends up happening is they're spreading the love, they're spreading the good news about Jesus to other people by their generosity. Uh, sometimes they, they do stuff like they give to uh, like specific. This is different than bringing your tithes to God or bringing an offering to God, which you normally do. This, they have something else they do, and they're like, hey, I want to give to this project at a local church. Or there's something going on in my community, and I want to... I want to, you know what, I want to fund that, or I at least want to help fund that. We're, we're talking about people that start thinking that way. That's a legacy giver. And what happens is people begin to experience God's love through other people's generosity, and their lives are actually changed forever. It's, an, it's amazing. It, that's the legacy. That's the, what they do, that it lives on beyond them. Uh, Diane and I, have a, we have a budget and we have a, we, you know, we've done like so many others, we would get to a place like, man, we spent a lot of money. What did we spend it on? I don't know. I don't know. It's just gone. I don't know what we bought. Well, now we have a ledger, and we ha- I know what we've spent all of our money on. It's really helpful, in case y'all haven't done that. Really good thing to do. Well, we have a, a, a column in that ledger that is simply a giving column. So we have... Regular tithes, offerings, that's separate. We have a giving thing where every week we actually put back a little bit of money, and it, the reason we have it there is so that we can give. So that we can, when we find an opportunity, maybe it, you know, it builds up until we find something, but we, and, we, and we don't steal from it, by the way. It's always there. And we will give it to whatever, whatever God puts on our heart. That, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. We're trying to be a blessing. Um, when we were launching Ignite Church, we had people that did this on a big scale. 
Uh, we, we had, the, there were some people that came and said, hey, um, I want to I wanna give to this certain thing. I want to be generous, and I want to I wanna buy all the carpet in the auditorium. That's the carpet you see on the floor now. We had uh, someone else say, hey, I want to buy all the chairs that are, and it's the chairs that you're sitting in right now. We had, somebody else said, look, I, I know there's going to be a lot of expense, so here's $25,000 uh, for you to use for the building, you know, remodel and things. So, boom, there you go. These are legacy, this is legacy generosity. These are people who are making a difference. They've actually blessed you sitting right there where you are today. And they did this years ago. Um, we, we've had people, when we do at the movies and in a, in a church commercial and things, people say, hey, I want to give to that. This is what we're talking about when we say legacy givers. And it's outside of church, too. Church, community, that's, they just want to bless people. Folks, God remembers this stuff forever. He remembers these things. He's paying attention to these things. And when we bless people that he loves, it begins to create a legacy that lives on beyond us. I bet you there's people in the room right here right now thinking, you know, I could probably do a little bit of that, or I might be, I could do a lot of that wherever you're at. And you're thinking, how can I do that? Well, some of you are also thinking, aha, they're about to pass offering buckets right now. No, that's not what we're doing. We're just sharing with you wisdom for God, so wisdom from God, so you grasp it. We want you to get wisdom because it's supreme. We will be talking about some legacy giving at our family meeting coming up. We'd love for you to be there um, because we want to give you opportunities to do just that and be a legacy giver. There's an example in the New Testament of the Bible where a whole church got a hold of this legacy giving idea. Here's the deal. There's a, a people in a city named Corinth heard about people in Jerusalem experiencing famine. And in that culture, that time, those ancient times, that, that could lead to real starvation. It wasn't just, you know, less food. It was no food. And so the believers here in Corinth heard about it, and they said, let's help those guys out. And so they got money together and sent it to Jerusalem to help their brothers and sisters stay alive, literally. And so the Apostle Paul wrote these guys in Corinth, and he wrote them a couple letters. And in his second letter, he's talking about what they did. Look what he said to them. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. He had talked about their gift, and he's saying, you know, y'all gave some finances to help buy food over there. Well, God's going to make you rich in every way, all kinds of ways, so that you can be generous in all kinds of occasions. And then look at the last thing. He said, and your generosity will, will result in thanksgiving to God. That's the legacy giving, that people will give thanks. And Paul is saying, I tell you what, they're having praise service in Jerusalem because they're still alive, giving God thanks because of what you did. All right, let's look at a few practical steps to apply this wisdom of generosity. Number one, be generous with time. Be generous with time. I, I think time is the most valuable resource we have. And uh, when we have opportunities to give of our time, it's a big deal because most of us are pretty busy. We want to take a second here and give a shout out to our crew today. So many people make so many things happen at Ignite Church on Sunday morning, during the week, other times. But you guys in the crew, what you're doing is that you are being generous with your time. And we say thank you. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for folks like signing up to help at VBS. That's, that's a big job and it's going to be some real work. Thank you for your being generous with your time. Number two, be generous with your talents or your gifts. God has given you a unique personality. 
He's given you spiritual gifts. We learn them from the body. He's given you natural talents. And we're saying today, learn to be generous with those talents. Learn to be willing to take time and help others and be a part of something where you can make a difference. Number three, be generous with touch. Be generous with touch. There was an old commercial used to say, reach out and touch somebody. And that's what we're talking about. Take the initiative to touch someone's, send them a text just out of the blue. Hey, thinking about you. How you doing? What's going on? Any problems? Anything I can do to help? Just, just wanted to touch base with you, an email, phone call, whatever. Um, uh, my wife did this to me Wednesday night. Wednesday night, uh, she was helping with children for one of our Ignite groups. And so she was here, played with the kids and working with them. She decided she'd help them make a craft. So she got out all these supplies, and they were making cards, you know. And they would fold their paper, and they put all these stamps. You know, you get the ink pad, and you get the stamp, and you do all this decorating. So while they're doing that, she decides, I'll make Ed a card too. And so she makes me this card with all these kids' stamps all over it and everything. I love you, hands it to me. Hey, forget Hallmark. That meant something to me. She was being thoughtful towards me. She was touching me with her love. Number four, be generous with treasure. Be generous with treasure. And this is about money. We're talking about beyond the tithe kind of thing. Let, let me give you an example of the way I learned to be more generous. Uh, I've always, you know, been uh, an average tipper. I'll give 15% more than the, the check when I eat out. But my son, when he went to college, he was in Dallas, and he got a job as a waiter. And he began to tell me stories that he experienced as a waiter. And he began to tell me about people he would serve hard as he could. I mean, he would just bend over backwards to make their meal a good experience. And then when it came time to pay the check, they would stiff him for the tip. He wouldn't get a penny. And I'm like, what? I'm going to come up here like that. But as I thought about it some more, I thought, I don't ever want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that I get a $10 lunch, so I give them a $10 and something as practical as, whoa, that's the guy I want to be, and I've grown in my generosity and something as practical as tipping. So be generous with your treasure. I'm more generous than ever, and it's really fun. All right, so today's wisdom is this. The value of life is determined by how much of my life I give away. It's about being generous. This is wisdom from God, you can grab hold of, you can bank on it, that this is going to be very, very helpful. Now, we uh, want you to remember something we said. We, we took a quote from Winston Churchill. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. That's massive. If you just remember that, you'll remember everything else we said. Um, you might be thinking, okay. Okay, I'd like to be a generous person. I would like to live with God's wisdom, but I realize that I'm, I've never even connected to God at all. Maybe you're here for the first time and you think, well, I came to church to, to get some wisdom because I need some help because things in life aren't going great. Well, God's got good news for you. He loves you. He wants you to have the wisdom to go through life. He wants you to live skillfully. He wants you to be part of his family. He wants to save you from all the, all the other stuff we can get ourselves into that we really, that, that aren't good for us. And today, if, if you're the person that's saying, I need to connect to God, I realize that's what I need. Well, you can do that today. It's very simple. You talk to God and say, God, I need you to, I want to be in your family. Will you, will you forgive me where I've gone wrong? Because I've gone wrong quite a bit and I need your help. Please save me. 
Jesus, please lead my life. Take me where you want me to go. And if you do that, you make that decision in your heart today and connect to God, uh, it's an amazing change that happens in your life. He will take you where you need to go. And if, that's, if that happens to be you today, there's a green card in those seats, and you can see it. Grab it, fill it out, and on your way out, drop it in that little turquoise container on your way out there, and you'll see it on the way out the doors. Drop it in there, and we want to just connect with you. We want to say, hey, congratulations for deciding you want to follow God today, and here's some steps you can take. Here's some things that would be helpful with that. We want to be helpful to you guys. Um, so uh, we're so glad that you came. We're glad you came to get hold of God's wisdom today. We're glad that if you're connecting to God for the first time, we are so happy to see you today. It's a, it's a major, a major big deal in your life. Now, we want to remind you of a couple things before we head out today. The first is this. We have prayer teams that are ready to pray for you. If there's something you need personal prayer for, they will take the time to pray for you. Right As everybody's headed out, there will be people standing right up here on the, on the sides here, and they will pray for you, with you. They will, they, they've been praying for you all week already, and so they're, they're happy. They want to do that for you. Uh, we want to remind you to, on your way out, to remember to give. Use the app, go online, or use those boxes. Thank you guys so much for your generosity. And finally, there is that VBS registration to be a part of it or to bring your kids to it. Right there, look for the monkey hanging up, and that's right where you do that. Y'all stand up with us this morning. We want to pray. Lord, we thank you for every single person in here today. And God, we, we want to live skillfully. We want your wisdom in our lives, so we thank you for giving it to us in the Bible. Thank you for sharing it with our hearts, and we pray that as we leave today that we remember the things that you spoke to us, that you remind us of the wisdom you have that we can apply to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. It's great to see everybody this morning. We will see you all next week.